What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we gotta do first. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash Slayer, home of exclusive content, not just in Now We Drink content, random videos, musings, artwork, all sorts of stuff from yours truly. You can join the Patreon for as little as $3 a month. That is less than 10 cents a day. That is less than the cost of a beer. And it would support the hell out of me and the show for you to come join. At the higher tiers, you can actually get special thanks credits credited on IMDb for this show, for the video versions. You get the ad-free versions of the audio. You get the video versions first. You get the whole back catalog of the videos. So check it out today at patreon.com slash Slayer. We are also brought to you by my Twitch stream. That's right at twitch.tv slash Slayer. I am not playing as much as I have been in the past, but we are getting back at it. Thursday nights is community game night, so come hang out. Join the community. Come play some games with me. If you have Amazon Prime, that Prime sub costs you nothing. It would be super appreciated. Once again, at twitch.tv slash Slayer. Last but not least, the thing that costs you absolutely fucking nothing. Did you know we have a YouTube channel? At youtube.com slash and now we drink. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. A lot of video content there. A lot of clips. Trying to get monetized or be told again that I can't be monetized, but we need more subscribers to do that. So once again, go to twitch.tv slash and now we drink. Let's get on with the show. Returning this week, once again, my homie, Randy Bozio. This is a super weird one. We just all over the place, all over the fucking place. Nonsensical, just two hours of me and Randy riffing and just being weird. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one and enjoy drinking buddies. What up? What's up, Matt Slayer? How you doing, my man? Not much. We're just uh, fully introducing each other by full fucking names. Yeah, you know, Joey Diaz style, bro. Everybody's got to be first name, last name. You know? Are we drink? We're about to drink some Weller Reserve. W L Weller Special Reserve. I'm doing. I'm. I'm breaking bad on the weekday. I should. I shouldn't be doing this, but you know, you're what? doing beer and shots. It's and now we drink. You know, Cheers, and bro. I have to work out after this. I'm uh-huh. going to be, uh, uh-huh. I'm, I got to at least do uh, abs and some cardio still. I'm just going to nurse that little uh, Smallman's glass. That's what this is called. <laughs> so what we're calling it bar, now? In the bar industry? No, like, that's what they call this, a Smallman's. Oh, I thought you were it? just making fun of the, that has a Russian name on the fucking branding on it. No, no, it has nothing to do with the, the branding. It's the size of the... Well, I, I think now's not a good time to talk about the branding for that particular side glass. <laughs> hey, that shit's uh, made in Latvia or some shit. It's not actually made in, well, some of it's made in Russia, some of it's made in fucking Latvia. There you go. But well. we're drinking good old American whiskey. Yeah, that's true. And Dutch beer. Made in the U.S. Yeah, exactly. Our our uh, allies, the Dutch, you know, the those who brought kickboxing to the uh, to the Western world, you know. I wonder how the Dutch ended up with kickboxing. Yeah, that's a good question, right? Because, you know, you think the two biggest places with kickboxing outside of uh, Holland um, are 
Thailand and Thai, uh, Korea, right? Taekwondo. Um, and then you also have karate to a certain extent has some kickboxing elements. So I'm sure some, some immigrants came over either karate or maybe Thai, maybe a combination, you know, maybe, maybe Korean. Oh, and, apparently Dutch kickboxing is a fairly new thing. Okay. Yeah. The like beginnings early, of Dutch early... kickboxing, kickboxing in the Netherlands started in the 1970s. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. After Dutchmen traveled to Japan to learn Japanese kickboxing. Uh, okay. Which was a mix of Koku, uh, Kyokushin, Karate, and Muay Thai. Okay. So see, there you go. Interesting. So they have a Japanese style of kickboxing that they developed with, I'm sure, Dutch boxing techniques or whatever the fuck to develop their own unique style, which is actually pretty cool. It's cool that there's kind of different flavors of the same uh, or, you know, similar martial arts, you know? And that, yeah, there's this weird European and it just thrives there. It's so popular. You know, it's still like Rico Verhoeven's like a huge star over there. Bass fucking rooting. Yeah. Dude, my boy Bass, my pal, as you've seen, uh, you know, we're, we're, old, we're old chums. We FaceTimed, actually. I, I didn't, I, I'm not sure if I screen, I, I did screenshot the FaceTime. You did. Yeah, you yeah did. absolutely. I had to, man. It was crazy. Such a nice guy. Took a lot of time to talk to me and didn't have to. It was like really weird. I was like, wow, this is, this is really cool. You know? It's like, thanks, boss. Thanks. Yeah, I was like, I, I really appreciate it. Like, I almost didn't know what to talk to. I was like, wow, this is like... <laughs> you should have had him liver kick you just for the fuck of it. Yeah, no, it wasn't in person. It was on FaceTime. Oh, so I'm saying you, you should have arranged for a liver kick. He's in LA enough. Why would I arrange for that, Matt Slayer? As if my liver hasn't been damaged enough from hanging out with you, you know? Come on. Yeah, what, no, you, you what, only account what, for like... What greater love letter from Boss Root and could one get? Done the liver kick. Well, he did a he spin kicked the camera for me. That was that's that's a perfect love letter. That's the distance that I want to be from a boss root and spin kick is uh, over the cell phone. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere no, near you, that. Come on, just a little CTE. Just a little. Come on. Yeah, just, just, just a little CTE from him. I have enough. Uh, I mean, if we were training, if we were sparring, I don't think he would probably really spar. Or if we were to hit pads a little bit or mess around, I'm sure. You know, he might catch me a little bit every once in a while. That's that's maybe a more acceptable. But to say, hey, boss, liver kick me or, yeah, spinning spinning back heel kick me, I'm, I'm all good, man. Or even just a shot. Man, he looks so powerful. I just saw a video of him the other day, like, from behind. And his back is, like, so shredded, dude. He's doing, like, this breathing technique. I want to get his thing, the O2 lung trainer. Have you seen that? I have not. It's pretty interesting. Um, it's like, uh, you know, they have all those masks that are like supposed to be for your oxygen, whatever. But his is like the only one that the way it exhales and inhales is unique from everything else. And it's like the most optimal for building like lung strength. And that's coming from a guy who had asthma when he was growing up. You know, he was like a really sick kid. I don't know if you ever knew that. Um, but like he was like all in bandages and shit and all fucked up and, um, he somehow just started training martial arts, just kind of powered through it and, you know, totally knocked out the asthma. But his O2 lung trainer is like apparently amazing for cardio. I'd really like to try doing that while drumming because then I'm sure the sets will be like so easy after I <laughs> after I'm not playing with them. You know what I mean? You know, you're going to just pass out at your kiss. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you know, actually, I, I think it would be pretty difficult because you you expend a lot of energy for a live show, but when you're practicing, you know, it's, it's kind of just what you have to do to, to get the hits off. So it's, it's, it's kind of just like a good, good warm up tool. I think a good, good to build up your endurance for, for the show. But even if I played a show with 
that thing. I could imagine I could do it pretty well because your 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 technique and stuff drumming it doesn't burn as much as like really working out, like really doing crazy cardio. Like that shit's fucking insane. Like what wrestlers, what fighters, what all these people do for conditioning. Like people always talk about, oh, drumming. It's such a high activity, you know, thing. Like a high high uh, tension. You know, or uh, whatever the fuck. I don't even know what I'm talking about, bro. I'm totally stumbling over my words trying to sound intelligent. That's that's, that's not your bag, man. Don't, don't worry about life. it. I know I shouldn't. I should just let go. You know. I mean, it's bad when you're sounding bad about the one thing that you are known for, which is drumming. <laughs> yeah, high intensity. That's what I meant. High intensity. Uh, high intensity. activity. Yeah, activity. There you go. High cardiovascular activity. Yeah, I think it's still like so nothing compared to real, like really doing crazy shit, you know, going on the elliptical for however long, with treadmill, anything, you know, going running, cross country, et cetera, or doing these crazy conditioning drills that wrestlers and fighters do. That's the shit that just. Fuck burpees. Fuck the idea of that shit. Nope. It's just definitely meant to blow you up. Bear crawls, you know, that's, that stuff's fun. Like, I hated it so much when I was younger, obviously, but as I've gotten older, I think, you know, and I'm I'm more accepting of my masochistic side. I realize that it's it's it can be good times doing that stuff, you know? You feel you feel accomplished after at the very least. You're like, "Okay, I did some some fucking shit today." You know what I mean? I I I got somewhere in my head. For me working out, it's one of those things like if I get into a routine and I stick to the routine, I can actually do it. It's the minute I break routine, I'm like, nah, now nah. my brain's like, nah, I don't want to go do that. Yeah. I want to do anything else. That's the, that's the hardest part, right? It's just the consistency. You know, it's really easy to let go and, and fall off the wagon. We all have, I have plenty of times, but um, since my last streak, I've been doing really good. I maybe only missed like four or five, like whole weeks working out over the past, like close to two years now. And, um, yeah, uh, most of it was because I was injured or sick. You know what I mean? Like something else was going on. It was, I always tried to just never give myself any excuses. And then, you know, you have to. And it can be straining. You know what I mean? It can be straining on like your relationships with other humans, like all sorts of stuff. Cause it's like, oh, you, you have to work out. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, people aren't understanding about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, oh, you have to work out. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I do. This is like part of my life. You know, some people get upset. Um, but usually I find most people are encouraging. It's like, oh, this is you, you, you want to work out, do your thing, bro. You know, I can't go out and party and drink drinking tonight because you, know, you have some other activities. It's, it's like sh- almost like shows in a way. You know, I think I think shows are much more understandable, right? Because it's a creative outlet and people know me as a drummer, not a worker outer. Well, <laughs> but it's also like with shows that is your creative outlet and also part of your livelihood. It's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. I mean, but in a way too, working out is part of that, right? It's kind of training for me. A lot of it is training my mind because it is having a routine. It is being consistent. It is having like, um, what's the word? Not liability, but, um, when, when you're, uh, you can count on somebody, something like something to happen. Accountability, accountability. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) When you can count on something, you know, what is it called? That ability. Welcome to to the Rain and Bozio Meathead episode. (laughs) The ability to account. I know. I start talking about working out, and all of a sudden my brain just goes lift weights, lift heavy things. That's all I can impregnate people. Lunge. Yeah. Just. Full on Neanderthal. Yeah. All this stupid shit. You're going to leave here and like 
must club someone dragged back to cave. Yeah, you know, I'm definitely going to leave here and do lunges. You know what I mean? Going to do lunges. But you know what I found out is really cool that I've 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 been combining two two of my loves and making it really work uh well with my productivity is I've been practicing KOF 15 trials or like other shit while I'm doing my lunges now. So for like a long time I was always doing my lunges outside, but it's been pretty cold lately and I've just been like just not wanting to deal with going out and and like sweating that much because you got to wear a hoodie if you're going to go out there and then you're going to sweat once you start lunging. So, uh, and then you're freaking cold walking back because you're soaked in you know sweat. So it's like uh, it's it, c- it can be a little uncomfortable. And the walk from my apartment to where I have to lunge, it's just like all this extra time I'm shaving off by just doing it in my room, doing it in place, timing myself, and then playing King of Fighters 15. Uh, and it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. I actually got past some of the trials that I was struggling with on Twitch Live, but I like kind of just did it by myself. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep getting this till I get the timing, and just keep doing the lunges. And uh, it, it was working out, man. I got I got a good chunk of those trials done. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But I can only do the first three really up for anybody. You know what I mean? Some of those, and I think there's only like five or six trials for all the for all the characters but once you get to those last few combos it's like what the fuck dude like i gotta do all this fucking crazy shit it's like 12 different inputs you know and you're just like oh my god so i'm not on a fight stick man what the fuck yeah well not only that but i'm just i'm not that mentally you know adept at fighting games i'm 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 pretty good but that's that's about the level i'm at i'm like half the trial's good i'm like 60 75 percent of the trial's good i'm never a hundred percent of the trials you know and especially the competition online dude it has been intense and insane a lot of people are just smashing the fuck out of me you have no chance and something we've talked about earlier was these goddamn hundred percent combos where you, you fight somebody and it's touch of death and you're like, okay, cool. This, this game's fair and balanced. You know, I can do absolutely nothing. I have no way to counter this. And especially you play against a character you don't know. And they're like doing some crazy throw shit. You're like, I have no idea how to fucking, what, what the hell am I supposed to do? It it makes you feel kind of helpless, but it also inspires you to be like, all right, I need to figure out what these guys are on because, you know, I know there's a lot of good fighting games, but or a fighting game players, but it seems like the average level on KOF is just like like everybody. It's it is what it is. I guess that's the video game community nowadays. It is. It is. Why we segued from working out to video games? I feel like we are one DMT conversation away from just being the Wish version of the JRE. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, it could be a lot worse. It could be. That's that's actually a really good comparison. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm into that. I, I accept it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say I'm the wish Joey Diaz, though. I, I, we'd have we'd have to find somebody else. I mean, I'm definitely not the wish Rogan, but yeah, that's true. That's true. I, but yeah, this. I don't know. What are we the wish version of? <laughs> we're definitely the wish versions of of some things and some people for sure. I, oh, awesome! Then we're not originals in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying we're not original, but I'm saying everybody. You know, there's parallels to the world. Like there's a wish version of us. You know what I mean? What would the wish version of Rain and Bozio be? I know I'm not going to like name any names here, but I know some dudes that are the wish version of Rain and Bozio. And like people have told me that they're like, oh, that guy just seems like he's like trying to cop your style and shit. I'm like, it is what it is. I'm trying to cop a lot of other people's style, too. So nothing is original. I know you're trying to be the bad guy from fucking Fifth Element (laughs) with with this shirt on. Come on, bro. 
This shirt is like vacation all the time. Maybe my hair is a little, uh, you know, John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg esque, <laughs> but um, I would say for the most part, I'm I'm if when it's you know when it's when it's flipping the right way, it's it's we gotta get you the little plastic bit. It's all American, side of your head. It's all American Joe, bro. It's not that. Uh, I don't think it's that harsh, you know. But you got, you got to be able to rib yourself a little bit. A little about it. No, dude, this shirt is vacation all the time, man. That's what it's all about. I'm 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 now on vacation all the time. I've decided with this outfit, this is. That's what I'm manifesting, bro. I just came back from Solvang. Solvang was amazing. I actually worked, but it was a vacation. You know what I mean? Going up there and it's like the little Di Dutch village. Yeah, it's like drunk Disneyland, basically. You know what I mean? Like it's not very authentic Dutch if there's no kickboxers, though. Dude, I never thought about that. What is the kickboxing community like in Solvang? I bet you there's some martial arts around there. You know what I mean? There has to be, but I didn't see anything. I I don't I, dude, I don't even think I saw a gym while I was there. I think it's all, and I mean, I was downtown, like in the heart of downtown Solvang, but um, it was all <laughs> bakeries, breweries, wine shops, uh, antique stores, and gift shops, and restaurants. So that's, there's uh, that's all that exists. There's and, the Paragon and, like, Academy, Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, kickboxing. Okay. There's a Gracie School up there. Okay, surely, yeah. There's youth empowered boxing gym. Okay. And insight martial arts. Okay. So any are do any of them talk about specializing in Dutch kickboxing, considering that fucking little town represents itself as so Dutch, you'd gotta hope. There's some guy named Joran Vander Bjornsson. <laughs> I don't I I don't want I almost fucked Vanderhoot. Yeah, exactly. I almost said Vander Sloot, and that wasn't good. We all we all know what happened with that guy. Is he what what happened to him actually? I don't even really know. Yeah. Nothing good. I, I know. I think he ended up in a ruby in prison, right? For a little while. I'm sure. Somewhere. He, he got tried somewhere somewhere else, right? For fucking with another girl, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. But that's that was the most Dutch name I could think of at the time. I wish I had something better. Jules Holland. <laughs> <laughs> he's from the UK, I guess, but he's probably Dutch. Boss Root, and I guess that one's pretty good, but... What, who do we got? Stefan Struve. Fucking Dutch. So goddamn tall. He's a real life cigar. If you think about it, if they ever do a freaking goddamn another Street Fighter movie and they don't give fucking um, Stefan some juice, you know what I mean? Because he's got a little, gotta get, gotta get a little cranked up. I know he has heart issues, but he's got to just go see a bodybuilder or whatever. I'm sure he's got to eat like probably 12,000 calories since he's fucking seven feet tall. But go talk to Big Show or somebody like that. You know what I mean? Go talk to some giant dude. Get jacked up and then be Sagat in the fucking Street Fighter movie, bro. That is what he was born to fucking Why do. Why get jacked? They have CGI for that shit. Come on, dude. You want you want a real jacked Sagat. Every, everybody, if they make another Street Fighter movie, when they make another Street Fighter movie. Hopefully they don't make another Street Fighter movie. They do. Every, every 10 years they will. You know what I mean? Something like that. It's been 20-something since the last one. The Legend of Chun-Li. Uh, no, just a little over 10. I think it was 2008, 2009. Around that time. No. 2009. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Am I right? Legend of Chun-Li. Street Fighter and the Legend of Chun-Li. You called it 2009. Memory like a trap for absolutely useless bullshit. <laughs> I forgot that was even a thing. Dude. Look, when you're a Street Fighter fan, and especially a Chun-Li fan, like, that that was heartbreaking, bro. Like, at least fucking the coked-out Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, 
dyed bleach blonde his fucking hair. You know what I mean? Like he gave us a little bit of fucking effort. But these guys, no goddamn effort. Bison. Bison could have looked good. The, the actor who plays Bison kind of has the, like a Bison from Alpha 2 face. You know, he kind of has that like wide mouth, wide eyes kind of thing. It, he he could have been great if they just put him in a general's cap. You know, it's like the simplest thing. But I guess they didn't want to make a costume. I don't know. How can, how can you... How can you surpass Raul Julia and the literally the performance of his life? It, it, was. <laughs> it he, was. He died making that movie for us. And and you know what? It fucking shows. Because out of anything you can say in that movie, what was good? Raul Julia. That was the only fucking thing that was good. The costumes looked good. The characters looked, for the most part, like they were supposed to look. But uh, that's a, that's a goddamn. That's an exaggeration. Bro, pull up the cast from Street... Like, there's a picture at the end that has all of them in the poses. It looks fucking good, dude. Like, at least they look... Like, E-Honda looked like fucking E-Honda. You know what I mean? Balrog looked like Balrog. He had the fucking outfit. DJ had fucking DJ's outfit, bro. Zangief. You know what I mean? Like, they all looked like they needed to look. Ryu and Ken bust out the fucking outfits. You know? Like, they, they've got it all. Legend of Chun-Li, she's wearing fucking regular ass clothes the whole goddamn time, bro. As far as I know, I don't know. I never even watched that movie. I, I, I won't. I refuse to. I refuse to support it. I would rather watch the shitty ass Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter again than watch Legend of Chun-Li. See, what's fun is in that image, no Blanca because Blanca looked like hot garbage in that fucking movie. But he looked like a fucking monster, bro. At least they gave him green skin and they blew out his fucking hair and it looked red and he looked like a fucking weirdo. Like it looked, he wasn't as jacked as Blanca. Sure, but they, they didn't get fucking Wolverine to play him. You know what I mean? But it, it, it was so much, at least they had the look. You know, they knew what to do. It was kind of like the Mortal Kombat thing. Like at the very least, you can say that they looked like the characters that they portrayed for the most part. <laughs> Sonya and Johnny Cage, maybe not so much, but everybody else pretty much had their... And and you know what? They did a great job. Another thing about, uh, I would say, Mortal Kombat, the two best things about Mortal Kombat are... The new uh, one? No, 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 no. I haven't seen the new one yet. I need to. No, I you need. don't. You really don't. You really, really there's don't. Mixed, there's, there's mixed reviews on that. I'm going to see for myself because, you know, so, I like a lot of things that a lot of people don't like. So maybe I, maybe I would be into it. But and I don't, I don't even want you to explain anything to me. I just want to see it. Just let me see. There's it. nothing to explain. It's fucking bad. Okay. The whole film's budget was used for scenes with Scorpion or Sub Zero. Everything else is just like, yeah, we got no more budget. And that makes sense. I mean, they are the big stars. <laughs> yeah, the problem is Scorpion's barely in the movie. Well, that sucks. So they they basically had no budget, is what you're telling me. Or Sub Zero's in the movie way more. Sub Zero's in the movie way more, but like the climactic final fight happens in a gym locker room, like in a gym okay. fucking locker room. Spoiler alert, everybody. Oh my God, the location of the fight's a spoiler. Hey man, you know, now now I know when the, when the gym locker room scene comes up, I'm like, oh great, here's the ending of the movie. I mean, you'll know. I could have been on the edge of my seat, bro. I mean, only if you're having a stroke. Yeah. It's the only reason yeah. you're going to be on the edge of your seat to okay, that fucking okay. movie. Fuck. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll like it. There's There's some stuff that I, I need to find out for myself. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need to put your finger into the electrical socket. Find out yourself. No. I'm supposed to protect you from such things. <laughs> that is true, but I, when it comes to movies, I don't think a movie is going to be as damaging as putting my finger in an electrical socket. You ain't seen Mortal Kombat yet. Yeah, I don't. I, come on, bro. I can't be that bad. 
It can't be that bad. And stick your finger in an electrical socket will wake you up. You, okay, you know what was really bad? But we're, we're going to get back to what was good about the original Mortal Kombat. Um, what was really bad was fucking Coming to America 2. Oh, yeah, that movie was fucking horrible. Oh, my God. That was really, that made me really sad. Like, maybe the first five to ten minutes of it was like, okay, there's some good jokes in here. And then it proceeded to be an absolute, like, remake of coming to America, but just like, oh, we switched it up. Now it's yin and yang, you know? And it's like, oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, very, very lazy kind of, but well, I don't know, man. Who knows what it's like to try and be a writer nowadays, but that was, you could tell that was, you a, could that do better. Lazy you could fucking yeah. do better. Yeah, yeah. A lot of movies don't need fucking sequels. Mortal Kombat 1. Well, yeah, the, but see, here's here's the double side to that. Annihilation is a, an aw- awesomely bad sequel. You know what I mean? Like uh, Annihilation for all the laughs that it's brought is like it's worthy in its in its badness. Um, but the best part about Mortal Kombat One is the actor who played Johnny Cage killed it, knocked it out of the park, and then um, freaking uh, what's his name, Christopher Lambert as Raiden. Oh my god, <laughs> he was not Raiden at all, but he was incredible. It just his his performance was. On fire, dude. The only good thing about that movie is Mortal Kombat. The dude. fucking music. No, no. The best part is <laughs> Christopher Lambert, dude. The fact that he, the fact that he, his catchphrase is "I don't think so." Is <laughs> totally like Full House and also Shawn Michaels from 1993 gimmick. Like, oh, you gotta love it, bro. That 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 that's so 90s. There are so many better Christopher Lambert movies. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Well, the best one everybody knows is Highlander. Highlander it's true. Is, Highlander's amazing for many reasons. And the number two, re- oh man, tied for first. Tied for first is the fact that the fabulous Freebirds are wrestling in the beginning. and uh, At Madison Square Garden. At Madison Square Garden. And second, the awesome Princes of the Universe song by Queen and the accompanying music video. Have you ever seen that? Have oh, you yeah. ever seen the music video? Oh yeah. It is tremendous. And I've I've noticed throughout my life, recently at least, I've been talking to more people about that. Not a lot of people know about it. Everybody's like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, you first of all, the song is amazing. Well, the fact that Prince did the entire soundtrack. Queen. Queen. Yeah, yes, Prince. There. <laughs> Some royalty. Second, did. second try. Second try. King Crimson. No. <laughs> King Diamond. Uh. Yeah, right. Okay. Dude, come on. The Highlander soundtrack done by King Diamond? Fuck yeah, God. dude. I, you know what? That would be cool. They could do a full band cover of that. I'd be into that. Yeah. Um, Queen did the whole fucking soundtrack. Yeah. Amazing. Um, So great song. And yeah, the video that accompanies it where Freddie Mercury is sword fighting with Christopher Lambert on the fucking background where the final climactic battle is happening. Tremendous. And like I said, great song. And just all the mixture of good amount of video clips and then like crossing over with the music video and like band performance looks sick. They're all wearing trench coats, kind of like Christopher Lambert, except Freddie Mercury. He's got a sick vest on, you know what I mean? And they're just at like the height of their fucking madness, just killing it, bro. Shredding all over the fucking place, heavy riffage, like big bottom fucking drumming. And then like, yeah, that, that song is it's, it's all, it's like, if I wanted to explain Queen to anybody, I think I would play that song and just be like, this, 
just watch this video and listen to this and here's Queen for you. Because it's got like all the fucking we are born to be princes of the universe and all that shit. And then it's all got the like quiet who, who, who people talk about you. People say you lost your way. You know, it's just like all it's like such the perfect blend of like some of the ballad stuff and like all the all the vocal harmonies and then like, yeah, rock and roll and just riffage and all the all the classic Brian May guitar toe, you know, it's like, yeah, that's that's the perfect descriptor of Queen. On paper, that whole movie is fucking insane. Like, hey, we're going to have this action movie about immortals cutting each other's heads off completely tire soundtrack done by queen. Here's, here's, here's the pitch office for that. All right. So we got an idea. We're going to make this movie. Uh, you've ever heard of the Highlanders, right? Oh yeah. You know, the, the Scotsman, right? There's some, some sort of like, um, you know, maybe something about uh, ancient Scottish warriors. It's like, yeah, exactly. Ancient Scottish warriors, right? Not only are not only ancient Co- Scottish warriors, they're immortal. Well, but only immortal. one of them. But only fucking one immortal. of them. Immortal. Okay, immortal. This is interesting. Uh, there, there's a bunch of ancient Scottish warriors that are immortal. Yeah. And because they're immortal, we go into the future. And we go into present time, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I like where you're going with this, right? And the whole movie centers around decapitation. You're like, take a step back. Okay. There's no way we can change that. No way we can change it. This is the way that these guys die. They're immortal. Got to chop their heads off. To get their power. Like, all right, well... I don't think that's really going to work for the uh, the modern audience. You know what I mean? I know we're into the death and the gore thing, but it's going to be hard to market a movie about we got to chop their heads off. <laughs> it might as well just say Highlander, heads getting chopped off. But we're going to give them a really catchy catchphrase when they do it. We're going to scream there can be only one. Okay, wait, wait, wait. There's a catchphrase involved. What, what is this catchphrase again? There can be only one. Okay, I'm liking this. I'm and we got see- Queen to do the whole soundtrack. I'm seeing the lunchboxes. Wait, you got Queen to do the soundtrack? Okay, I'm sold. You know what? Decapitation aside, Highlander, it's going to be a hit, baby. Let's see what we can make happen. Oh, here. did I mention we have Sean Connery playing a Spaniard Wait, with, yeah. a, with a Scottish accent? <laughs> that's that's actually the third best part of that movie. I forgot about that. How could you forget about that? <laughs> I forgot. I remember that he's in that movie, but I forgot for a second that, yeah, he's, his character is Spanish with a Scottish accent. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is Clancy Brown, the Kurgan. I'm looking at his IMDb right now to see what he had done. Like Jason. I bet he played Jason once. Nope. Not <laughs> before that. His biggest role before Highlander was he was in the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Okay, now that's a movie that I want to see. What is the pitch? <laughs> What's the pitch office look for that? Have you never seen Pucker Bonsai? No, is this a, this is a real like? Oh, it's this a real is movie. A thing that people know about. This is the first I've ever heard of this. Oh, it's it's another ridiculous like coked out coked out eighties idea. Yeah. Here's the synopsis. If you are unaware of it, adventurer. Brain surgeon, rock musician, Buckaroo Banzai, and his crime-fighting team, the Hong Wait, Kong Cavaliers. What, what are his three adventurers? Brain surgeon, rock musician. That's and he does all of that. That's he just, does. That's just that's Buckaroo. Just, that's just Buckaroo. Buckaroo Banzai. Yes. Okay, but BB, for short. And his crime-fighting team, the Hong Kong Cavaliers, must stop evil. Oh, alien oh, wait, vi- oh you talking about HKC? <laughs> 
<laughs> talking about the old uh, the old HKC, bro, Hong Kong Cavaliers, dude. That's my favorite rap group from the nineties. Well, they got it from uh, Buckaroo Banzai from nineteen eighty four. They must stop evil alien invaders from the eighth dimension who are planning to conquer Earth. Okay, yeah, I mean that's that that's that was well described in the title. <laughs> I totally got that part. They they really they really fleshed that one out. The plot the plot. Great, great movie because you know what it is. You know what you're getting into from the from the title. Oh my god, I I don't think I've ever actually seen it, and it's for free on Prime Video. So I think I know what I'm doing after the show. After this, bro, you got we got to we have to come back, and I want I want to watch that. Well, I mean, maybe you'll watch it by yourself, and then it'll be good for a rewatch. But I, I feel like, I would like to watch that together. I feel like we need to do a watch along for that and some mushrooms. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, oh my goodness. That does not sound like it needs to be a sober experience. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I feel like sober is is going to be more than enough. I feel like doing mushrooms is going to taint our first experience because we're going to be like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, we're not going to know what reality and and fiction is. Whereas, like, if we're sober, we can really fully absorb the the probable greatness that is Buckarai, Buckaroo Bonsai and the Hong Kong Cavaliers defend the, the fighters. The adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. Across the eighth dimension. Okay. Starring, so he has to go across the eighth dimension. Starring Peter Weller, John Lithgow, and Ellen Barkin. Now, can you explain to me how the eighth dimension works? I No. Because I know three dimensions. I know two. Oh, hey, Jeff Goldblum's in it, too. And Christopher Lloyd. That's a pretty stacked cast, actually. I mean, that, this must have been before any of them were in anything, right? It's from 1984. Oh, so this is this is into this is past um, Back to the Future. No, Back to the Future is like eighty six, isn't it? Oh, you, I don't know. You probably know better than me. I'm not. I'm eighty five. That one. Okay, eighty five. So, yeah, a little w- way before Suburban Commando. Yeah. Yep. But have you seen Suburban Commando? Yes. I was frozen today. <laughs> Classic line, dude. One of the greatest lines in film history. Could you imagine? You're that stressed out. And at the end of the day, that's that's your excuse. I was frozen today. <laughs> Poor Christopher Lloyd, man. Made some interesting career choices. Yeah. And yeah. the funny thing is, I was reading earlier today that he initially didn't want to do Back to the Future. Good thing he did. Uh, apparently, he's really good in uh, Taxi Cab. Or Taxi. 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 Is that, that was yeah, that's taxi. what it called? Not that. Taxi Driver. That's De Niro. Yeah, yeah, could be a crazy driver, person. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? It's weird that... A sitcom and a very violent and gritty film are just so so similar to each other, you know? Taxi had Andy Kaufman, Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. And um who else was uh was a new face in that? Somebody somebody big was a new face in that. Hmm. Somebody who ended up being a huge star. Besides Andy Kaufman? Yeah, well, yeah, who who's the who's the main guy in Taxi? I'm looking, I'm looking. It's somebody who's big. Some, some this is Matt Slayer, Matt Slayer and Rambozio do IMDb. Jamie, look that up. Oh, Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Okay. Yeah. That, that Wasn't that his first outlet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I knew it. And apparently it was, and it also starred uh, Jeff Conaway and Judd Hirsch. Yeah. I remember them too. Judd Hirsch. Great look. Judd Hirsch definitely looks like he's Mel Brooks's large son. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, they kind of have that similar, similar face and hair. Poor Jeff Conaway's dead, isn't he? I don't know, That's man. It's Oh, yeah, yeah, he's... Yep, he died in... Uh, fuck, he died 10 years ago. 11 yeah. years ago. Rest in peace. 
Did he come back for the for Greece too? Not in his top five. No, okay, yeah. The the only guy I think who came back for Greece too is the guy with the fucked up face. Wait a minute, what the fuck? What? He has credits for fucking movies coming out this year and next year. Explain. I, I think it's VO. Oh. So Dante's Hell Maybe and they're Greece documentaries. No, it's Dante's Hell and Dante's Purgatory. He in Dante's Hell animated in twenty thirteen, he did the Circles introduction, English version voice. And for Dante's Hell, he's doing the Circles introduction again. And for Dante's Purgatory, he's doing Terrence's introduction. So apparently they were just using some old VO. Yeah, that's just the intro for the, the thing. I'm guessing it's him reciting some some lines. So that's from the Dante's Inferno video game that got adapted into an anime, I'm guessing. I don't know if this is a video game or not. Um, is there a guy with a cross and like a fucking scythe? No. Is it no. like an anime? No. Oh, okay. There's just really bad, bad CGI as cover art. Huh. Um, yeah. There. Um, that game is pretty cool. Did you ever play it? I didn't. It's like a PlayStation 3 uh, God of War ripoff that's better than God of War. I would say, I think it's I think it's better than any God of War I've played, except for maybe the newest one. I haven't played that one yet, so I can't. You're like judge. I don't know. I can't judge on the newest one. It's different. It's a different era. You know what I mean? It's a completely different game if you think about it. It's much meatier, you know. Um, where this is like the original three God of War. Um, but anyway, really cool. Yeah, it's about going to the circles of hell and fighting the devil and all that shit. And you have a giant scythe and you're Dante and you're just going through the circles and all the kills and deaths and all that stuff are really brutal and cool. And the bosses fucking them up is a lot of fun. It's a classic. It doesn't make sense to kill people in hell. Where are they going to go further into hell? Well, you're killing demons. You're fighting demons that are, yeah. Where are they going to go? They're, they're tormentors of hell. Right. But where are they going to go? They're going to go to heaven for doing a good job in hell. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. You're just, you're lit. You killing them is erasing their soul. You're, you're just completely wiping out their existence. That's like, not how it works in Christian they're, Catholicism. They're going beyond purgatory. They just they just evaporate into nothingness, and that's it. No soul. They're Because they're already in hell, so you can't, can't get any worse than just ceasing to exist. Either they just pick themselves up like an hour later, man. Like, that sucked. Maybe they do go to heaven, bro, and maybe that's their torture. Maybe they get torment. Maybe the demons are getting tormented in heaven. That's how it works. They kind of do like a yin and yang thing. You know? All that heart music, man. Drive you fucking insane. That's it, bro. Well, dude, I mean, if you imagine God's powers or at least like heavenly and godly powers, I mean, at the very least, you're like shocking the fuck out of their asses like constantly. You know what I mean? I, I imagine just a pin, <laughs> like a pin full of demons, but it's like clouds. It's like on a bunch of clouds and God is just standing there like shocking them, like force lightning them. Like he's the goddamn emperor? Yeah. Yeah, basically. I mean, he, he kind of is, you know what I mean? He has that power, right? He's like Zeus, dude. Zeus has, she shoots the lightning, bro. See, Zeus wouldn't be bothered with that shit. Zeus is too busy fucking. No, Zeus is definitely a spiteful motherfucker. He but yeah, but he is also too busy fucking. Like half of Greek mythology is Zeus comes down from Olympus and fucks somebody. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's too not busy enough to still torture demons. I mean, he may be God and all, but he, do you think he closes that fast? Yes, obviously he has from the amount of children that he has. He's fucking God. He just turns into like a fucking horse and they see him and they're like, whoa, what a pretty horse. And he like gets petted by them and then he turns into a human and starts banging him. Basically, that's what that's what I've found out from Zeus, you know? Yeah, but he's still got to put in a little work. You think he's like... Yeah, a, he's putting in work. He's fucking... Right, I'm just saying he, Zeus doesn't shit. have the time to electrocute people. He is too busy fucking. 
Yes, he does. I, I we we just explained this. It doesn't take him too long to close the deal. Yeah, put, what are you saying? He, Zeus is a two pump chump? No, but he put like he doesn't have to put in a lot of effort to seal the deal. That's what I'm saying. He does because he's Zeus, right? He's fucking. He's a little extra, but that's that's why he knows he's gonna like just get there. He's like he's he's a fucking. It's easy prey. He's like okay, this is this is fucking. This is done. I'm I'm gonna transform into like an apple, and this girl's gonna be like, oh my gosh, what a lovely apple. And then I'm gonna be a man and just start banging her. That's what happens. All I know is Zeus's pull-out game is shit. For being God, his pull-out game is shit. Yeah, exactly. He never pulls out. He's fucking Zeus. Why would you? You're fucking you don't care. You're just gonna fucking like, you can't get me from child support for on my loose. It's like more excitement to look over, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Let's let's add some fucking more flavor into this shit. That that would be a fun bit though. Someone trying to climb Mount Olympus to get child support. I mean, some of them (laughs) did get some of them did get child support. Which ones got child support? I don't I think like Probably Athena or somebody like that. That's she a was, good, another god. She was all pissed off. Did, did did they bang? I don't know if they banged or not. I'm sure. I think it, it's, it's a shorter also, list of people Zeus didn't bang. It's probably also his sister. It's one of those weird things where it's like and Greek mythology. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's like we're we're all banging. Yeah, like what what's gonna happen? I'm gonna fucking birth a crack yeah, and no, whatever. They, they bang their own children. It's like it's all wild. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean and that's what happens. Yeah, they end up birthing crack. I mean Hercules is kind of what ends up happening. Even no, he, he was, fucked a mortal for Hercules. He's only half god. Yeah, but I'm saying like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I I know there's a bunch of other like, what are they called? I would say more um, look down upon creations. Like in the Minotaur, one of his? I don't know. I think the Minotaur might just be a creature. No, no, that, like, that definitely got like, fucked into existence. I feel like it might be like the Cyclops. Like it just like exists. I mean, I'm sure it has like a story. Like it came from whatever the fucking toe of a. Yeah, it was the offspring of uh, some Greek god I can't pronounce, the wife of Minos, and a snow white bull sent to Minos by the god Poseidon for sacrifice. Yeah, so the bull, they had a threesome, basically, and just... She just fucked a cow, the, the fucking god of the ocean sent. Why is the god of the ocean sending cows? No, but you said uh, the, the son of a daughter... Uh, well, no, I, I guess she may not be a Greek god. She may just be some broad. Wait, explain this again. Better. Okay. Who, who is who's who, who are the, the Minotaur? Greek Minotaur's Minos bull. In Greek mythology, a fabulous monster crete that had the body of a man and a head of a bull. It was the offspring of I can't pronounce Say it. Say it. Try it. Pasipe. P a s i p h a e. P h a e. Pasiphia. Pasiphia. Right? The wife P- of Minos. P a s i p h e a. Yeah. Is that yeah yeah Pasiphia I think. Pasiphia whatever sure yeah it's like Cassiopeia. You okay. Know what I mean yeah this shirt. Is a Cassiopeia shirt, by the way. Neat. One hundred percent. Don't sidetrack from the bull. Oh, I mean, we'll we'll get there, but we'll, we'll the talk white, more about the wife of Minos and a Snow White bull sent to Minos by the guy. She fucked her husband's bull. It wasn't even her bull. No, but the Cassiopeia and the bull. That's it. Those are the only two parties yeah, involved. Apparently. Okay. So maybe he, he was the king of Crete. Did he? Embody- but he was the son of Zeus. Okay, so maybe he embodied the bull and then banged her. I don't, hold on. Let's you know, see. Uh, he probably has some godly powers. I mean, she cheated on her demigod husband with a bull. Is that really what happened? Or did is there some... I mean, I'm... <laughs> Minos, instead of sacrificing, kept alive. Poseidon, as a punishment, made Pasif... What? I can't pronounce her fucking name. Pasiphia. Pasiphia. Fall in love with it. Or Pasiphia. Maybe it's Pasiphia. Pasiphia. But Poseidon's like... Yo, because you didn't sacrifice the bull I sent you, 
I'm gonna make your wife fuck it. And it's gonna knock her up. That's what happened? So Poseidon is behind this? Yep. Yeah, see? I didn't think it was Zeus. Zeus is just related to Poseidon, I guess. They're brothers. Minos is a half-son of fucking Zeus. But Minos is the bull? No, he was her husband who didn't sacrifice the bull. That's weird. He was the king of Crete. This is really weird. Greek mythology is pretty fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, it is. When you really break it down. Like, yo, you didn't sacrifice that. Like, That's some shit. Like, hey, I sent you this beautiful ribeye steak. Oh, you're not going to eat my beautiful ribeye steak? Now you have to fuck it. I think it's a little different than that. Yeah, because it was alive first? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, it is It is an animal. It's like a little different to fuck an animal as compared to a piece of meat. Though, in modern society, it's definitely much more socially acceptable to fuck a piece of meat than a living animal. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that's modern society. And I'm saying it. it makes more sense especially back in the day to get fucked by an animal at the very least than it does to get fucked by a piece of meat. Poseidon made her fall in love with it. Okay. So then she would have inserted the piece of meat into herself and then gave birth to Rebiceus. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like what the fuck dude? Man. I think I just created the best new superhero. (laughs) Rebiceus, the, uh, the half ribeye half man. It's just delicious. Yeah, his mean, villains know he's coming. He's, like, he's just mm. big and jacked and grilled and just got a tomahawk bone sticking out of him. Yeah, juicy. He's constantly dripping everywhere he walks. Is just meat juices falling. His sidekick is a one. You don't want him well done. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> you don't oh. want to fuck out, fuck with him when he's well done, because then he's impossible to to fight. If see, you don't fight him in the sun, you have to fight him at cooler temperatures. That's the only way that. You're able to. You gotta fight him when he's rare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then he's bloody, cuts in. But you have to make sure he rests because if he doesn't rest and then you try to fight him, then the the juices will be too much and then he'll be even tougher. You know what I mean? So it's like, man. No one listening to this knows who this podcast is for. (laughs) (laughs) It's for meat enthusiasts, which I am. What was the question I asked you before we started this podcast? What has the most meat I can put in my face hole? No, that is actually an alteration of what I said. It's a paraphrase. Yeah, paraphrasing. Well, I, I said, what did you ask, What did I ask you? And then you took some artistic liberties with that. As I do on the show. I guess don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Duh. Um, but yeah, I asked how much can I, where, where can I get the most meat? That, that was the question. For that, the least that, amount of money. That is the question. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I could just go to an all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue place or a Korean barbecue place and get a lot of meat. You could. Um, I mean, technically, I could go to like some sort of chicken place and get a lot of meat, but that's battered. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I could. No, you could go to the Mediterranean place around the corner and like get a whole chicken for like 12 bucks. Yeah, that might be a good idea. I should probably do something like that because I'm too lazy to go home and cook after this. But after all the drinkings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I have to I have to lunge and then I have to do stuff tomorrow. I have like a things I got to do. You know what I mean? Be a professional or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have to show up. Show up to places for things. And not fuckable. Musically. Um, not fuckable. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's on my list. 99% of the time I'm going. <laughs> Every somewhere. once in a while, I'll just... Uh, well, I'm, you know, never say never. That's, I'm just saying, if it's 99% of the time it's not on your list, that means nine, one out of 100 days, it's on your list. 
That's the most alpha thing you can do if you think about it. Fuck, fuck a bull. Yeah, I mean, or fuck a buffalo, actually. That's probably a little more alpha. That's a little more hardcore. If you think about it. The buffalo are real scary. Bulls are scary, but buffalo are like real, real scary. They're like twice the size of a bull. They don't have the nasty-ass horns, though. Yeah, they'll just fucking smash you, bro. Like, they're scary as fuck, apparently. I mean, uh, isn't that what you're going for to get smashed? They're really, they're really dangerous. But I'm bump. I'm fucking the bull, bro. The bull ain't fucking me. No way. <laughs> that's a whole different scenario. You're that's, not having a minotaur butt, baby? That's never on my list, unfortunately, I guess. Is it unfortunate that that's never on my list? I'm sure that's on some people's list. And you know what? I support that. If you want to get fucked by a bull. And you know. No, a, I don't support that. A, a lot of people want to get fucked by figurative bulls, not literal, bull, <laughs> literal bulls. You know what I mean? Bulls are very sought after commodity in the modern cuckold society that we're living in called fucking America, called L.A., the world of cuckolds, basically. We're all cuckolds. Everybody's becoming a cuckold, whether you like it or not. Now, you actually have to be in a relationship to get cuckolded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you don't. Definitely don't have to be in a relationship to get cuckolded. Come on. You know that. No, no, no. So many cucks don't get cucked like, like because of that, you know what I mean? But to actually have the act of being cuckolded happen, you have to be in a relationship. It's your partner has to fucking cuckold you. Yeah, but but people get cucked by people who aren't their partners all the time, and they're into that. And that's not necessarily their partner, but that's still... Well, yeah, the idea of cucking has to do with being with another partner, I think, more than anything, right? Having having somebody else and then, like, coming to you or doing it in your face. Like, we talked about this last time. Like, I'm not down for... Like, you can be in the closet... <laughs> If you're cuck, if if we're, if I'm cucking on you, I guess is that how it would work? If I'm the bull in this situation, because I would only, I would prefer to only ever be the bull. Maybe perhaps in my life I've unknowingly been a cuckold, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm sure we all have at one point or another, you know what I mean? In, in modern society, and I'm sure vice versa, we've all perhaps cuckolded. Nope, I've never people. cheated on anyone. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily cheating. If you're if you're seeing other people, you can still cuckold other people. Like like I've yeah, never cuckolded. If anyone. you have loose, you know, friends with benefit relationships that aren't there's no cheating involved or no uh you know infidelity, then that's that's a different situation. If that is the case, then yes. If for me, I mean, I don't know. If it if cuckolding is having sex because it there's a lot of definitions, right? So it could be having I, sex the day of or well, like Technically, by the letter of the word, cuckolding is only when a man's wife is unfaithful. Okay. By so, the letter of the by the letter of the dictionary. Okay. So, but that could be any partner being unfaithful. Right. That, but the they idea. have to be a partner. Yeah. Yeah. But but they can be it can be a loose partnership where that's that's not something that you're you know what I mean? That you're really conveying to people. Like because at times I've just had like several friends with benefits. And like Yeah, but you're not actively cuckolding somebody at that point if you have sex with other people in the same day and then you have sex with them wouldn't that be no i mean because because for me like i almost i say like that's like that's right on the edge of cuckolding like like to me like if a girl unknowingly you know what i mean if they had told me beforehand like hey whatever i'd be like okay at least i kind of like am aware of it you can kind of process it a little more but like if unknowingly they had sex with somebody else and then had sex with you. Oh, that's like the borderline of cuckolding. That's like you're being 1% cuckolded right there, at least. 
I guess that's the in in for me for my broad spectrum of cuckold. Well, there cuckoldry. is the... cuckery. Is that what it is? Cuckery. That's what they call it, right? That's what the kids now call it. I guess because now cuck is a it's a you know it's a term. It's a, it's a derogatory, derogatory term. Derogatory term. Yeah. Probably gonna get us demonetized somewhere on this. Really? Who knows? It's I okay. Mean, we'll I live. See, yeah. Well, that's gonna get us demonetized. <laughs> not all the bullfucking. <laughs> not everything. Every episode that we've done before this. No, the rest of them are just going to get you canceled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, so far, so good. I'm doing good. In fact, my followers are increasing, so maybe I'm getting the reverse cancel effect. Maybe my reverse psychology and wanting to get canceled is actually working to my benefit. The fringe, you know, the fringe is coming after me because they're like, they, they're, they're anti-establishment. So anything the establishment says, I say, you know what? We're going to go against that. We're on the fringe. And we'll just have you fuck a bison on your timeline. They'll bring more in. If I fuck a bison on my timeline, bro, I'm going on Rogan 100%, bro. <laughs> no problem. Easy, dude. The next day, he's good. There, there are people going to get a hold of me, but like, uh, yeah, when can you come in? I'm like, fly me out. I'll, I'm there tomorrow. Let's make it happen. Wow. I don't get the exclusive. I see how it is. Bro, I mean, you. we heard it here first. You know, we it broke here. But when, when it break breaks, yeah, I have to do the recap on Rogan for sure. For sure, he's gonna want to know. He's gonna want to know. The world, the whole world, is gonna want to know, bro. I don't think the whole world wants to hear about your bestiality. I just professional opinion. Uh, look, I don't really care to hear much about bestiality either, brother. But hearing about somebody fucking a bison is pretty fascinating shit. I don't know about you. That 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 piques my interest just a little bit. It does, uh, you know, tilt my ears, so to speak. Raise my raise my ears. There you go. That's what I should have said. Tilt my ears. Tilt my head. I don't fucking know. Okay, I'm just, Google, uh, Google bison. <laughs> I totally like. I totally bison just put myself sex. on a list. I just googled has a man ever fucked a bison. I'm <laughs> and, on a list. And the answer is, am I am I going to be the first to do it or just so the first a thing long can, line of bison fuckery? So the first thing that pops up, I don't want to click on. It's a Quora.com question. What are some animals that humans have sex with? I've had sex with. That's the first one. I am. I'm not clicking on that one. About this, I'm. I'm curious what the list is. I don't because, want that on my fucking search history. I, I know a few. I know. I know the answer to a few. But I, I don't know the answer to all. I don't know. I, I. You know. I maybe know the answer to six out of those ten. But I'm curious what that other four is. What the other four major food groups are? What the four animals that they that that they partied with? Because I've seen things with you know, perhaps. Carcasses of animals, you know. I've seen some tentaclery, you know what I mean? Some stuff like that. I've Actual seen... or animated? Actual. You've never seen like people with octopuses inside of them? No. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen, bro. I've seen a lot of things on the internet. I'm not sure if you know this about me, Matt Slayer. I think we talked about this once, perhaps before. But I, uh, I was into the dark web, not like the super dark web, but like the gray web. A lot of yeah, like <laughs> yeah. The gunmetal web, you know what I mean? It wasn't black, but it was close, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, there's there was a lot of stuff on that. What was it called? It was like Wikipedia, but it was like for fucking like meme people. What was it? Oh my goodness. I'll have to think about it. I'll remember it. Encyclopedia Dramatica. That was All right. Do you I, remember that? I do. Yeah, I saw, I, I was on a lot of Encyclopedia Dramatica from the ages of like 16 to 18, perhaps 19, you know what I mean? Around, around those 
kind of late teen formative years. And boy, let me tell you what, you'll see a lot of things on there that'll change the man you are, but you know what? Also makes you stronger. It's also, it's also good to put yourself through those kind of tests, just like working out. It's a mental workout. It's a psychological workout. It prepares you for disturbing things you might come across in life, you know? So that, that is the one plus to that. But at the same time, it's almost like the, uh, you know, it's the ring of power. Like when you put it on, it's like, oh, you're kind of getting close. Like the, the race can't see you. You can hide, but like you're getting that much, much closer to Sauron. Whereas, you know, the dark web, the, the Encyclopedia Dramatica, it does darken you just a little bit. But like I said, overall, does make, makes you a little hardier. I've seen, I've seen octopuses inside of people thanks to that. Live octopuses are just like dead. They have to be dead, bro. Live, live octopuses, that's not working out. They're way too strong. And they have, they have beaks. There could be damage. Bite, they, they'll, they'll bite the... I mean, I mean, people are stupid. Those beep, beaks crack rocks and shit. I mean, not rocks, but shells, you know, which are basically... Yeah, people rocks. are stupid. Yeah. People do stupid shit. I mean, no, the Japanese aren't that stupid. Well, I'm not saying it was the Japanese that are sticking still, octopuses inside oh, themselves. I'm saying those are the people that I saw sticking them inside them, so. I mean, for fuck's sake, there's a dude who got himself fucked to death by a fucking horse on the internet. He died after that? Mr. Hands? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, he died. Oh, poor guy. I mean, it fucked you, him to death. You know what's crazy is the guy with the jar didn't die, I heard. Isn't that wild? Tell See, the audience what you're talking about. Everybody knows the jar. If, if you know about Mr. Hands, you know about the jar. Yeah, but I briefly described what Mr. Hands is. Uh, Mr. Hands is a guy getting fucked to by death a horse. By a horse, yes. I guess to death. I mean, I don't like to add that part. I like to think of it as a happy ending. It was but, for the horse. He but, wasn't being tortured anymore. Yeah, he basically, uh, yeah, he he collapsed that guy, bro. He it was it was a party, um, and oh. shot shot a massive load into him. I'm sure you know what I mean. And just yeah, probably just nutted him to death. Uh, but yeah, and so similar thing just happened with a jar, you know what I mean? Uh, but nobody got fucked to death. They just got fucked by the jar. And like, how la- large of a jar are we talking? A mason jar. <laughs> Full on mason jar, bro. Just inserted and then collapsed at one point. Like it shattered? Yeah, you've never seen this? No. Oh, you don't know about the jar. Well, I, 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 I'm glad I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm corrupting you a little bit for once, Matt Slayer. That's nice. That's a good feeling, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, the jar shatters and there's blood, there's blood. And I couldn't imagine what else happened, but very quickly it became cannibal corpse lyrics. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's just, just the thought of that thing. That's, that's one of those things where you really start to analyze that kind of that feeling. Not, not a good feeling, not a good thought, not a good place to go in your head, you know, but sometimes you got to go there. I mean, who would think that's a good idea? Obviously, this guy thought it was a good idea. Or maybe he didn't think it was a good idea. Maybe he thought it was a bad idea and I mean, did I, it anyway. It could have just been like a jackass-esque fucking dare. I mean, how many random things have the jackass guys stuck up themselves? Yeah, I mean, that's true. But it's they've seemingly stuck things that where if they do come out, it's not like a... Going to kill you, potentially. I mean, that's the thing. A glass, you got to think of pressure. And especially with the, the way that the muscles and the body contracts. Oh my goodness! It's just it's not not a smart place to be putting things that are fragile. If you consider cotton candy fragile, then you could you could make that happen, right? I mean, is cotton candy fragile? I guess what is what's something fragile that you could put up your ass and it wouldn't be wouldn't be detrimental? Or is does fragile really only specifically almost 
entail well, co- things that are cotton made of candy glass. would just dissolve. That's what I'm saying. But it's it is kind of a fragile material. It's it's light, I guess. It's yeah, it's not, really, it's not really fragile. Brainstorm with me here. What fragile things could you put up your butt and survive? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, crackers. You could probably put crackers in your asshole and survive. If they were encased in a condom, yes. I would say, you know what? No, no, no. I'm just saying, if you fucking shove a saltine up your butt, you'll probably survive. Yeah, but I mean, it would do some damage. It would do some damage. It might. It might just come. Sh- r- saltines are sharp, bro. <laughs> think about how. how kind of, think I'm not talking about that. putting triscuits up there. Think, yeah, but I know <laughs> a saltine, bro. A saltine cracker, a zest, bro. A zesty. Is that what they're called? Zesty. Yeah, classic. Um, but your butt asshole would make it wet. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be as like. Thinking about saltine crackers now just makes me want to go get some matzo ball soup <laughs> down at Cantor's. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking about being sick, all this saltine talk. You know what I mean? I'm thinking, I'm thinking I need some Sprite and some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom doesn't give it to you that way when you're fucking sick. I, at least I hope not. <laughs> well, son, it's time for your saltines. <laughs> Upset stomach, little Billy. Here's your saltines in a chicken noodle soup. He doesn't like to do it through the mouth. It doesn't, you know, some of them, he's too young. We can't put it under his tongue. We have to, uh, we have to go the other way. I'm just imagining like a beer bong into someone's asshole of chicken noodle soup. That's see, that's a fun visual because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I like to think of the the outward project of that would be would be fun to see the noodles. You know what I mean? Especially just like whole noodles not digested. You know, you never really see that chunks of carrots, <laughs> chicken bones. <laughs> I don't think you're getting bones into the beer bong. I don't think. If it's big enough. That'd be a gaping-ass beer bong. I mean, hey, dude. We've seen what happened with Mr. Hands. You could easily put a couple chicken bones up there. No problem. I yeah, mean, chicken bones, I think, kill you. Look, I think... Some of the people on the goddamn your show have had bigger things than chicken bones up. Yes, but then. they've been attached to things that could be easily removed from their asshole at that point. Well, perhaps. Definitely. Sometimes. They're generally attached to people. Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes they're not. Eh, I don't know. I There's a lot of things that could just get slipped in and, and, I mean, not lost forever, but unable to instantly retrieve. This is true. This is true. Might need some flow from the other end in order to... Or a PA to help you fish it out. (laughs) Well, yeah, I've, I've heard of them fishing all sorts of things out. Have you ever had to fish anything out? Uh, I have not actually. I've never had to actually fish a makeup sponge out of anybody or anything. Has anybody asked to fish? No, no. I big hands, so like I'm not the ideal person to fish things out yeah, of people. I want somebody a little nimbler. Yeah, yeah. Also, not my big old sausage fingers. Not only that, but you're not very uh, dexterous. I would say. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I feel like if if, you're, if there's gonna be a hand, if if your hands are gonna be fishing something out, I'm not I'm not trusting them. I'm not trusting them to be. Uh, What's the word? Manual dexterity? Yeah, bro. Like I don't feel like you're you have a uh what's the and and like an accurate touch, you know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot of like just jumbling around, reaching around. Like I feel like you're going to be like like searching for a candy bar in your mom's purse, you know? You're just frantically looking <laughs> a butterscotch disc. 
God that's, damn. That's what I feel like what's going on. I don't feel like it's an old Which lady. Which of my exes did you talk to? I don't feel like it's an old lady pulling a penny out of a coin purse. I feel like it's I feel like it's Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblin. Do you remember that um that story? Uh, yeah. I, I like that you remember that story. That's a great one, right? That's a great book. Um, but I feel like, yeah, you'd you'd be you'd be trying to get the pickle jar out and because you've grasped onto too many pickles you couldn't get your hand out you'd be like what is this sorcery you wouldn't <laughs> wow wow Renan. wow wow i'm not saying you're not good in bed i'm just saying it's if you were to do i don't i wouldn't trust you as a surgeon matt you know what i mean i wouldn't either i mean yeah. fucking my steady ass hands that's that's what i'm talking about bro I, I, you just proved your own point. You just got offended. I mean, that was a, then, that, that was a joke. Ag- that was a joke, Brandon. I was shaking my hand and then agreed. I see. I see your hand right, right over there, twiddling and 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 shaking as I spill water. <laughs> as instant karma hits me right there. That's right. Yeah, that's all I get. You know, that's what you get for um, insulting the host in his own home. What's new, bro? Like I never insulted you in your own home, or vice versa. Like you don't come over to my place and insult the fuck out of me. <laughs> I don't do it on the internet often. Not often, yeah. There's 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 the, <laughs> there's the qualifier. qualifier. Yeah, yeah. Took the word right out of my mouth. I love it. Um, insulting the host in their own home. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that going on in this show. You know. No, never, <laughs> never, never. Uh, yeah. No, no surgery. That's it, bro. But you know. Well, I'll, when World War Three breaks out, and I got to dig a bullet out of you, I'm just going to leave it in. I'll be like, sorry, Brandon, you don't trust me to do surgery. No, no. See, I would trust you to use a forceps to pull a bullet out of me. I And nobody else is around. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what, what other option would I have? However. No, no. The, the I would sailed, not sir. trust you. I would not trust you to fish a some sort of item. Who knows what it could be? Some sort of non-fragile item, or perhaps a fragile item, uh, even worse, yeah, out of somebody's rectum. What I, I, I'm most curious, maybe we can look this up, um, what happened to that guy? Like, what was the surgical process? What, like, did he, they just flush him out, some little X-lax, he was all good? Like, is there is there a behind the music of of the BME Pain Olympics, basically? Someone asked a Q&A, what, anyone know what happened? We're going to go to a Twitter story about it. Oh, there's a whole YouTube video about this thing. Uh-oh. Now we're getting into the dark web again. I mean, this is on YouTube. It can't be that dark. Oh, yes, it can. Oh, it's a 15-minute video. I'm not watching this shit right now. Of course we aren't. But I've seen some real dark things on YouTube. Man, you know what fucked me up, bro? I tried to watch this... Uh, Alice in Chains video when I was really on my Alice in Chains kick, which I kind of always am, but there was there was a good period of time last year, last year and the year before, like especially fall, whew, really in Alice in Chains. And uh, did you get into heroin without me knowing this it? video? I'm, uh, bro, you especially after you watch this video, you're never gonna want to do heroin. But um, there was a video and like it was maybe twelve minutes long, like eight to twelve minutes long. But the beginning was like about like Lane Staley in the last days of his death, like played a lot of video games. Like apparently, you know, two of the places like the 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 most frequently he would be seen was um, at Toys R Us. Like he would always be going to Toys R Us buying video games and, and like 
at that time it's like you're dealing with like maybe Sega Saturn, PlayStation, you know what I mean? Still some Super Nintendo's being played and shit. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to want to watch this like later. Like this is about Lane Staley playing video games. You know what I mean? And then it just goes into the last days of his life. And it's just all about like his death and depression and how he wasted away to nothingness. And it's like this fucking so depressing, like really fucking sad video and it's really brutal and I did not expect it whatsoever. I thought it was going to be a fun video. I told my friend, I was like, yeah, let's sit down and watch this dude. We just had like a really hard day at work. I was like, this is going to be great to watch because we're going to see like Lane Staley like and like what kind of video games he played. Like that's what I'm really thinking. This video, they set it up to where it's like the next at least five to six minutes are going to be talking about video games and what Lane was playing. And nope. Nope. Talked about uh, his his sad, slow decline into uh, withering away into nothingness. It was really, really quite bad. So the dark web is everywhere. It is on YouTube, you know, because that's that's dark in in many other ways. You know, it is. It is emotionally dark. I definitely want people to find my body two weeks later. That just sounds like. (laughs) Definitely no chance of a uh, open casket at that point. I'm not having an open casket anyways. Yeah, exactly. Why would you, you know? You want an open casket? No. No, I don't I want a casket, bro. Fuck that. That's just a huge colossal waste of money. Hey, let me um let me leave my family or friends with uh, you know, take a life insurance plan out, fool. Yeah, I would I would want that money to go to people, you know what I mean, instead of a stupid box for my fucking Take out enough to get, to get both covered. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. Why 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 would you I'm I'm going to insult everybody right now who uses caskets. I think caskets are dumb as fuck. So you want to be cremated? Uh, yeah, like I really don't care what they do with my body. You know, I got two options or two two choices, right? One is like the least space and resources used possible. I'm, I'm super down with that. Whatever, whatever is not going to, you know, burn a lot of calories because it's like I'm dead. Burn the calories celebrating and partying and having a good time and grilling and drinking and doing all that shit, playing video games. I want I want everybody to do a bunch of stupid fun shit. And and do what you want to do too. Don't don't think that it has to be about me just because it's my death. You're celebrating. I want you to celebrate the way you well, want to. So if you want to get Rand, fucked by a bull on my on my Brandon, Brandon, you have thing? to have a casket. I can't masturbate on your casket if you don't have a casket. You know, you can masturbate on No, it's not the same. My old drum kit one last no, no, time. No, no, no. Yeah. I want my load to drip down the rich mahogany of your casket. Well, first of all, the idea of you outliving <laughs> me is hilarious. <laughs> Secondly, um, the other option would be to become, if, if there was enough, like, want from the fan, if there was enough demand from my, my loving fans, the Rainiacs, as we call them, um, and they wanted, I, I would either like become a plastinate, you know, those things like the body museums, like those, I think those are really cool. Cause it's like, all right, you basically get turned into a tool music video character for the rest of your life. Well, I mean, and like, that's, that's pretty badass. And to be like set up on a drum kit would be cool. You know what I mean? I'd be like, all right, that's like 
a cool way for at least my body to be preserved. And it's used as not only an educational tool, but also something uh, that's, uh, you know, a cool way of remembering me. You can literally see my skinless body and you can come on that if you want. I really no, don't care, no. you know what I mean? It's the mahogany. It's the mahog- well, well, I'll have a mahogany drum set for you. You can come on that. That's good enough. All right. And then um, my drips to see me will just play little beats or just, you know, also like maybe a cool statue. You know, I think like that, that would be dope. Like I saw Ronnie James Dio have a really badass statue that was like carved out of a stone in Bulgaria or some shit. I'm like, okay, you know, something like that, even though those options burn a lot of calories, it's like if there was demand and it would make people happy, just kind of like things like the Stevie Ray Vaughan, or the Lemmy statue, statue in the Rainbow. Austin. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's all sorts of stuff at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, like the uh, uh, Johnny Ramone and all that shit. You know, there's 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 cool stuff like that where it's like, okay, for your for your fans, for your friends, for your family, that's kind of a cool thing. But um, yeah, realistically, like all my memories will be, I'm sure, preserved on the internet or whatever facet of that, you know exists and you know in everybody's hearts and um hopefully it's one of those weird things where it's like i do want to leave behind a legacy however i also kind of agree with what frank zappa said of just like who wants to really leave by a legacy like leave behind a legacy like it doesn't really matter because when you're dead you know you can't really enjoy it unless valhalla truly does exist which i like to think it does and, and, and perhaps in maybe some way it does, some iteration of that, and perhaps your subconscious sends you uh, sends your brain a message to where, like, that is what you think you're going to, and then perhaps eternally you do live in Valhalla. But, um, yeah, other than that, you I don't, I don't want to, like... He said, Reagan, you know, those are the kind of guys... Nixon, you know, those are the kind of guys who live a life and they want to be remembered, you know, and they'll do everything in their life to make sure that remembrance is just right. And it's like, uh, that's kind of egomaniacal in a way, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm of sort of both ilks. Like I said, if like a Frank Zappa statue would be cool, it would be cool if Lady Gaga opened up Frank Zappa's house and studio for people to visit and kind of made it a museum of sorts, you know, just like so many things, just like Graceland, you know what I mean? That shit's kind of cool. Not to say I'm fucking Frank Zappa or Elvis Presley by any means, but, you know, I'd like to think by the time everything's said and done, people will perhaps want to at least remember the drumming of Rain and Bozio. And, and that he died on the toilet like Elvis. Thank you to all the miserable... Th- you know, how would I feel about dying on the toilet? Well, it's it's memorable, <laughs> you know. At the, at the you and the king. Least, it's a lasting legacy, you can say, you know. Yeah, how, how many people died on the toilet, really? Or, and how many people that were in music died on the toilet you know that's an amazing question perhaps uh you know some of our i don't know why we go to our larger musician friends but you know meatloaf what happened with meatloaf recently (laughs) did he did he make it out alive oh there's a there's a ranker list of famous people who have died on the toilet all right let's hear it elvis judy garland wow judy garland is a trip that kind of surprised me that (laughs) she owed it on barbiturates you would think Dorothy, you know what I mean? Wait, was she Dorothy? Yeah. Yeah. And fucking, what's her name? Scarlett O'Hara. Right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, she was George, Scarlett O'Hara. George II of Great Britain had a heart attack on the royal toilet. Okay. 
Um, royal to- See, now that's like when you die on the royal toilet, that's pretty badass. <laughs> Warlord Yusagi Kenshi was speared on the throne. <laughs> like that, like getting murdered on the toilet is pretty rough, especially by spear. I'm trying to think of what the Japanese toilet was like in this time period. You know what I mean? I would like to see what. Can we also sidebar, find out what year he died and find out 16th century Japanese warlord. Okay. Now we need to know what 16th century Japanese. I mean, modern Japanese style toilets are still a hole you hover over. I can't imagine. No, not completely. Not all. No, I mean, there's Western toilets, but like traditional Japanese toilets are a hole you fucking hover over. Yeah. But they're more like a, a, a trough. You know what I mean? They're not just whole, like, like the Europe is a hole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Japanese toilets are kind of like a bathtub, like a small shit tub. We are Googling 16th century Japanese toilets. I want you guys to do this at home if you're listening and you have available. If you're in the car especially, pull out your iPhone and uh, that's assuming you have an iPhone, not an Android, like a poor person. Yeah, I mean, they haven't changed. They pretty much have not changed. Can you you tilt this a little bit so I can see it perhaps? So I don't have to use my imagination on seeing the 16th century Japanese toilets or the artist depiction of a 16th century Japanese toilet. I'm sure, in fact, there's a lot of 16th century Japanese toilets in preservation in some of these castles. Perhaps it's Suzaku Castle, where Ryu's stage is. Ryu from Street Fighter, that is, for those of you nerds who don't know. I'd have to search through this, but yeah. I mean, they, they don't look like they've changed much. We'll get to it. Okay, yeah. I'll have to wait until afterwards, guys, to, rea- to react. I'll react on Either the way, internet. Either way, speared to death on the fucking can. It depends on how, you know, it was probably a, a long spear death, you know? It's, it's one of those things. <laughs> one guy's spear. holding he's holding his nose as he's fucking... <coughs> well, no, it had to be thrown. Does it have to be thrown? Maybe not. Well, then, okay, then that's way easier, because he probably, yeah, got, like, if the guy just came in and speared him, like, with, like, a... What are those called? You, uh, you get Tani guy or something or another. I don't fucking. I mean, know. would you really trust assassinating the rule, the fucking warlord, while he's on the can to a throw? Nah, you you run that shit in. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows, bro? Who knows? Maybe he was just. Maybe the toilet was kind of out in the open. Yeah, but you'd use arrows at that point if you're going to go for range. Or maybe he didn't have any arrows. Maybe he just had a spear and that was it. <laughs> My one spear. Because when I think about speared <laughs> to death. I think about somebody throwing a spear. You don't yeah, but think I, about... I don't think, you know, one spear may not be fatal. Like, if you're assassinating important people on the can, you don't leave it up to chance that your one throw is going to do the job. No, it, it definitely would be. I've seen a lot of those... Um, those what, what was that show called? Deadliest Weapon? or Deadliest, Deadliest Warrior? De- Deadliest Warrior, yeah. The spears do good. The spears fuck people up, bro. It's I'm like, sure they fuck people it, up. It, no, no, like, it kills you. Because, like, the spear, like... I mean, if if it's a good shot, it, it will crush your bones. Like it fucking fucks up your organs. That guy in in 16th century Japan, he ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, but why would you risk it instead of just running it in him? It's range, you know what I mean? Range. You got to think about range. Maybe he wasn't. You know. Maybe he's like close. I, he's like maybe, he's got two katanas on the can with him. He's maybe just like he couldn't get close enough. That what I'm thinking is where was his bodyguards? He didn't have any people around him protecting his toilet or they took out, they speared those guys and then speared him. You know what I mean? Like he didn't hear that and think, oh, fuck, I got to wrap this up. You know what I mean? Like he didn't hear his boys dying. Well, now we got to Google this dude's death. Yeah. I mean, that's because I'm assuming he's the really most, 
like like we we already went over the most most famous now that we get to japanese samurai guy yeah elvis judy garland a bunch of royals yeah royalty (laughs) those are the people who die on the on the toilet he died so he died april 
you're there. The ass comes down. Do you like, is this a thing where it's like, oh, some, some plops out and then you wait and stab upward or you just, you have to take the shot because there's no opportunity. Another question, what kind of shit was it? Because then that adds a whole new spectrum of madness. You know, he's a Japanese emperor. For all we know, he's drinking fucking sake like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Just ate a bunch of sushi. Just ate a bunch of raw fish. Ate, ate whoever the fuck knows. You know, a bunch of rice. And just fucking could spray. Like, what if what if it was like a, an explosive spray, you know? Well, and then, then are you even angry or do you strike with an even swifter? Oh, yeah, 100%. Or like, was he constipated? Was he trying? And you're just waiting. You're like, oh, shit. Should I go now? Fuck, 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 no, no. Fucking loosened time. him up. Like, oh, God, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you got you got to imagine that from that point, wherever you are, things are spraying on you. It's going to be blood, guts, shit, urine, I'm sure, you know. Well, just uh, for a corner, once again, back to Wikipedia. So this one ninja attempted to assassinate uh, Nobogatu, but that also ended in failure. And- <coughs> Manabe was forced to commit suicide, <coughs> which after which his body was openly displayed in public. Wait, what's that? So this ninja basically failed an assassination and was forced to commit suicide for failing to assassinate the right target, even though he got away. Okay, but that wasn't assassinating in the cesspool. That's different. So <laughs> I don't think they put that into consideration, man. I think they do, bro. I think they do. Like you wait think about it, bro. Think about it, dude. That's like the fucking, what's the most hardcore thing you're going to ask a ninja to do besides fucking like going out there and putting your life on the line? It's wading through a bunch of fucking shit. Okay, man? Like that's fucking hardcore. There's no, there's nothing tougher. What's harder? He's got to walk through the fucking deserts. He's got to fucking walk through the coldest fucking mountains. He's got to fucking, you know, do some shit. He's got to fucking stand on a pole for fucking like seven hours. None of that shit compares to fucking having to wade through human shit, unless he was into it. Maybe he was, maybe he was super freak. You know what I mean? He's really kinky. He's just rubbing he it on himself. As it, dude. Like he, he like signed up. He was like, shit. Well, I, I get to go through the cesspool. Sign me up. He actually wasn't there to assassinate him. He was just rolling around in the shit and like, oh shit. Oh, there he is. I got him. Ah. Yeah. And then he comes back a fucking hero. <laughs> and like that fucking pervert, dude. This fucking guy gets the big promotion. What the hell? He just fucking happened upon the emperor. Fucking Jimmy over here kills the fucking wrong handmaiden. He's got to fucking kill himself in front of the whole goddamn village. Fucking Steve over there. He's waiting around and shitting. And he was just doing it for fun. Come, dude. What the fuck, man? Well, what a way to go. Like, you're going to sit down, like, take a comfortable shit in your castle and just stab through the anus to death. Stab through the, I mean, people get afraid of snakes biting their vaginas and shit like that. You know what I mean? Every now and then I think about that. Not, not necessarily a snake, but like a spider. I definitely like, there's, there's some, some toilets out there. And I would say even mine included that my piece hangs a little low to the bowl, you know, and there's, there's, there's the definite, danger of just some some fangs just hopping out bink, right on right on the shaft you know what i mean right on the edge some black widow just ends your dick right on the mushroom tip right dude the worst place you could ever get bit by a black widow or any sort of spider really well a normal spider bite doesn't go necrotic 
Yeah. Mm, no. Um, Black oh, no, that's Brown Recluse. Yeah, that does yeah, yeah, necrotic. Recluse. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that was necrotic dick. Mm. Yeah, that that can be. I'm, I'm, I'm all set on that. I've seen that thanks to the internet. Necrotic dick? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh. Seen every fucked up thing you could imagine. You have not seen a warlord stabbed up the ass on a toilet. I promise you. No, but I've definitely seen some ass and violence combinations, you know, and those those are never fun. You know, you know what's weird is probably the most disturbing thing about Encyclopedia Dramatica. Well, um, there was this thing called the Pain series, and it was you would just scroll down. That's 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 what basically built my strength, you know. That's what turned me into the monster I am today. Um, and you just, as I thumped this mic, you, it's just things sometimes got worse, things sometimes got better, all sorts of just horrific things. Some of them were animated, some of them were real, a lot of them were real. Um, and just one of the weirdest things was kind of an older couple, you know, uh, mi- middle aged. I would say, you know, 40, 40s to 60s, so somewhere between there. Looked like kind of a Florida couple, you know, Southern. And it was just the 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 woman was full, fully clothed. The man was naked. They both have kind of long hair, looked like somewhat hippies, but not like super hippies, you know, just slight, like I said, kind of older Florida couple. And the dude had his legs behind his head and she just had her finger in his ass. And she was just giving the middle finger to the camera. And that just stood out. For some reason, that of all things, I was just like, that that disturbed me more than like kittens, kittens getting stomped on by like high heels, which is incredibly disturbing. You know what I mean? Like seeing all that shit, dude, there's so much fucked up shit. Fucked up animals getting killed. People like, it's, it's, it's really bad stuff. It's sad that, to think that those things exist and so why did the finger in the butthole bother you so much more it was just there was something about it dude there was something about it man it just wasn't right it just wasn't right you kink shaming motherfucker oh no, i'm not kink shaming it had nothing to do with finger in an ass you know what i mean i know that all sorts of people like that it was just it was just the, the setting it just bothered me there was something about it you know it's like sometimes you meet you're somebody, ageist yeah i get it you're you know, ageist not, not even ageist you know because there was tons of old people fucking that didn't bother me you know, there's classic lemon party. Everybody knows that one, right? That's that's a good old, you know, that's the kind of stuff you would see on Encyclopedia Dramatica. Like they would have an article about lemon party and like talk about it. And the great thing was they would speak in like meme talk. So it was all just silly bullshit and like a lot of making fun of things. The, the WWE page was really fun or like the pro wrestling page. They went on and just like described everybody in fucking hilarious ways. Show, showed great, funny clips, you know, really good stuff. Um, but yeah, that pain series. Um, oh, oh, I was saying it was like, you know how you meet somebody and you're like, I just don't like this person's face. You know, sometimes yeah, that's a thing. That is definitely a thing. I try to make that not a thing in my life, especially at least with people, but with pictures on the internet, I have no, no problem judging. they're not really people. Judging or shaming anything worse than anything else. You know what I mean? And yeah, for some reason that, that one just like sticks out, man. It just looks like, you know, like your friend's parents, like, just like. Some some you didn't need to see, you know what I mean? It's like, oh god, I didn't need to see that. But I also didn't need to see a guy who got his head cut off by a helicopter blade, and you know what I mean. A lot of the things that I saw in um, the Pain series. So that shit reminds me of Rotten.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure seventy five percent of the footage on the Pain series was from Rotten.com. 
Yeah, and it just it kept going. But once you made it to the bottom, you you basically graduate, you know, a level of psychosis, I guess. You should see what it takes for Rain to get an erection these days. Not sadly enough, not much. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and don't, don't take much. Not hard for the Rain Man to get going, which is, you know, it's actually a good thing depending on who you're talking to, depending on the situation, really. Situational boners, you know, can be bad because, yeah, you're around. I mean, fuck, dude. Um, teaching drum lessons, let's just say that. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get a boner. Sometimes you get a picture sent to you while you're teaching a drum lesson. You can't help it. That's just nature. You know. Do not I mean? get erections around children, Raynan. Don't do it. You're insinuating something. I said teaching drum lessons. I could be teaching anybody. You thought I was teaching children, you freak. I teach all ages. Just FYI. The only good erections around kids. Got it. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is, yeah, great. And any future <laughs> employers see this. This is what we need. We're going to hire this guy to teach my kids talking about. Oh yeah. Luckily you brought all this up. So I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I, was like, just, I was talking about getting erections during lessons. I didn't specify because you know what? I've actually taught some very attractive women of age. So, and that's, it can be awkward getting boners around them too. Yeah, um, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's awkward getting boners around anybody that's not somebody you're ready to have sex with. It you is. Know, pretty much. And it's a thing that can be uncontrollable at times. Some people seek it out. Other people just, you know, it just happens uh, happens upon them. I'm one of those people, man. And I'm, I'm quick, quick, to, quick to, to, to get hard. Quick draw, man. Quick on the draw. I am apparently just old and jaded. Like I only get it up if like, oh, I'm gonna. There's action. Like live sex shows in front of me just don't even do it for me at this point. See, that's a different situation too because obviously we've been to uh, many gentlemen's clubs together, and my my boner rate there, oddly enough, very low. Oddly enough, very low. But if there is if there's a person around me, if there's or you know. If I am sent the right picture, if there's a prospect, you know what I mean? If you know like what's going on, because like strippers, I just see as like, oh, they want me as money. They see me as a pigeon, you know what I mean? So unless they're actually showing interest, which does happen on occasion, um, I don't really like respond. You know, it doesn't get me like going. I'm, I'm an egomaniac in a way where I need to be like wanted. You know what I mean? I that That's like, that's why I'm really lucky rape or like forcing myself upon anybody I'm, I'm pretty clear of those charges because like, I want you to like me. I'm not going to like try and I'll, I'll force it verbally. You know what I mean? I'll, uh, this is where you get yourself canceled. You know what I mean? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try to talk to you. I'll try to impress you in other ways. You'll sweet talk them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I won't like say like, I, I won't threaten you. <laughs> I'm not a, I got a drumstick. You're going to fuck. Yeah. That doesn't do it for me. Like that, that whole pre like being a predator thing. It's does not get me off whatsoever. I'm the prey baby. I'm, I'm the prize prize Buffalo. <laughs> I'm the prize. Why are we back to fuck. fucking buffaloes? But then see, that's the thing. Yeah. If it comes to, fucking a buffalo i'm a predator but that's i i have way less um you know concern for a buffalo's trauma and ptsd that i do a woman's well yeah obviously you're gonna eat it shortly after you finish oh man i didn't even think about that i could eat the buffalo that i fucked that that's that's really cool that's extremely cool 
I, I was just gonna fuck it and leave it. That just that that was it. You're gonna leave it traumatized to roam the fields and tell its friends about what happened to it? No, you gotta fucking eat it, right? Well, now. You gotta put it out of its misery. You're right. I would have to fuck it to death, like Mr. Hands. That's I mean, I think that's kind <laughs> Reverse of Reverse Mr. Hands. That's kind of the terms we came across. I mean, that's what oh no. She didn't fuck that buffalo to death. The buffalo fucked her and she stayed alive. So yeah, I guess I could just fuck well. That's the so, Raina, what you're saying on air right now is anything you fuck to death, you have to eat? No, no. I'm saying I I need to fuck a bison and then have a kid with it. That's, that's... Oh, you're going to have a buffalo minotaur? Yeah, basically. What, yeah, what, what a rainatar. Rainatar? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, why not? I think we got to workshop this name. I don't know, bro. I think it's pretty cool. Really badass at drumming. Has a cool, uh, fluffy haircut. Fluffy, shaggy do, you know, little, some horns, you know, large back. Are, are you, I'm already working on that part. <clears throat> the Rainatar. The Rainatar, yes. Untamable. Untamable. And what what layer what layer did the uh did the Minotaur protect? It protected like some sort of like pantheon. It was a labyrinth. Thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, the lab there you go. Some sort of labyrinth. They had to send Athenians in there to be sacrificed because of uh, Minos's fucking kid getting killed by the Athenians. Yeah, so I just play you a really sick drum solo, and it gives you a heart attack. You can't handle it. You're like, oh my gosh, these drums, they're so thrilling. He's playing so quickly. Just, uh, they die. That's what happens. Or I, I, I just beat them slowly with, with drumsticks until it's like Chinese water torture, and they, they just melt away. So you've given this lots of thought. No, I haven't. I mean, I just, I'm, it's called riffing, bro. Oh see, my I've, God. Is see, I've given this lots of thought. Like I've been workshopping this idea. I've been waiting to bring, <laughs> bring the rain a tour to you guys. <laughs> finally, this is finally back. Give me the opportunity. I'm Thank so, you for the lamp, Matt. Thank I'm, you. I'm so glad Matt asked me to be a guest on his show <laughs> on a Wednesday night rescue. <laughs> this is it. This is how I'm going to do it. This is the time. Finally, I get to reveal the Rainatar. Yep. Does the Rainatar already exist? Is this how you're going to announce it to the world? Well, I mean, now you're... that I'm thinking about it, it's more of like a ricin, you know what I mean? If I'm a, if I'm a bison or a buffalo, maybe I'm a ruffalo or rainuffalo. I don't know. We'll have to think about this a little more. I'll, like I said, we have not put enough into it. Rainator is the catchiest, for sure. Why don't you just call him Terry and just name him after your father? Terry. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. I would name a. a, a I mean, you're, you're, you'd make your father proud. I would never name. First of all, wouldn't name my f- child after my father. Maybe, maybe I would put his name in there, but I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like maybe I would do a hybrid of my parents' name, something weird like that. But I don't, I don't, I don't really think so. I would want it to be their own person and be kind of original. But um, if I have a child, you know, that's a big if. That's a big like unknown. You want to sign up for the brosectomies? Well, you can always get it reversed. You can. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, other than the fact that it's an invasive, like such an invasive procedure, that's the only thing, reason why I wouldn't want it. But honestly, I mean, it would be um, probably like the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Why I not? think so. I'm actually thinking about getting one this year. Yeah. I mean, for, I, I feel like it's very feminist of me to get a, vas- a vasectomy. I don't know if it's feminist or not, but I've definitely had a lot of female friends like, that's kind of hot. It, oh, it's very pro-women. Woman. I'm not sure if you've realized this. but Well, yeah, they don't have to take birth control. Many, yeah, many, many women are behind the, um, are behind that movement. 
And uh, the movement of me not procreating, yes, they are. I get well <laughs> beyond that, just yeah, not getting jizzed in, you know what I mean? I oh, mean, no, no, no they, still, they jizzed, still want to get jizzed in, but you're not getting really jizzed in. I mean, that's a different kind of jizzing, you know what I mean? It's like light jizz, jizz light, yeah, jizz light, less filling, same great taste, less <laughs> filling, fuck, literally, yeah. less filling. <laughs> Yo, girl, uh, let fuck. me give you that jizz light, Jesus Christ, dude. Well, you know. I would, yeah, I would, I would rather be shooting that all over the world, but I don't shoot a lot of loads into people. Usually I'm not, I'm not an insider shooter, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard, it's hard thing to get Rain and Bozio to come. It's not just, uh, we, we've talked about this again too. This is a reoccurring theme on this show. It's not, it's not just a fucking. You gotta be a Buffalo. That's the only way you're getting rained off. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> that's, that's my, uh, that's my bracket now. Tinder. I sw- I changed it to buffalo. That'd be hilarious if like you just show up on like a third date with like a buffalo pelt and just throw it over. Wow, man, that's pretty. That's that would be cool if I just adopted the buffalo gimmick though. Just have like a big <laughs> fucking like. That's kind of a cool thing, you know what I mean? You see those old like buffalo helmets and Indian like headdresses and shit. Those are pretty badass. I could get into it, dude. Well, see, this is why I just need to breed with a buffalo. I got. I can live vicariously through my child, you know? And, uh, yeah, we'll have to find some sort of labyrinth for him to protect. I don't know uh, what kind of uh, spaces are open, but, that, you know, once once me and the uh, the old missus <laughs> get ready to settle down. I thought down, you were going to eat her. So, well, I mean, we're going we're gonna to have to find a place to raise this kid, then I'll eat her, you know? Oh, when she's uh, all old and... No, I mean... Like I said, we just find the place to raise the kid. Then once once we're in the labyrinth, we can. Once I get the past the first couple of years, just let it kind of let it let it be. It's it's it'll be best for the uh, the visitors. Just offering them some buffalo as they enter the labyrinth. Like here you go, you're gonna need your strength. Yeah, dude. You know, admission will charge seven dollars. Well, dude, that'd be just the ultimate psychological move. You feed them a little bit of its mother and be like, and as they're in the labyrinth, you announce all these words. This asshole ate your mother. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> At first, I tell them, "Yeah, eat this buffalo. It'll give you the power. It's the only thing that will give you the power to destroy my son." Here you go, take it. And then, as soon as, as soon as I get in there with a loudspeaker, hey, yeah. Do you see? Do you see the gyros they're holding in their hands? <laughs> That's Susanna. <laughs> oh Susanna, won't you cry for me? You were once a buffalo, now your turn to meet. <laughs> Where has this episode gone? Uh, that's it, man. Well, I I wanted to end it on the jizz light joke because I felt like that less filling thing. That was I wanted to go George Costanza and go, thank you. All right, I'm done, but we 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 let it go a little bit further, and I'm glad we did. We didn't even talk about half the things that I thought I was going to talk about today. But We've talked about almost none of the things. <laughs> yeah, that were actually important or worth really talking about. But that's the way that this show goes. And I'm fully aware of that every time I come here. Sometimes it just gets fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and that's that's the fun of it. That's, you know, that's what makes a podcast great. Is Sometimes we have the gripping real conversation. Sometimes we're promoting things. Sometimes there's... All this shit happening, and other times we just talk about jizz light. And uh, 
What else did we cover? I mean, obviously, fucking the buffalo, with the I, the, the I mean, samurai, they, the samurai getting stabbed up the ass. That was a real highlight, bro. I, I I don't think we need to recap this for the people that are currently listening to it. Well, I'm just trying to remember, you know, in in real time, you know, I'm reflecting upon it <laughs> because I, I'm just know, saying it's bad radio to <laughs> to reflect upon what to happened. recap what we just literally talked There's about. There's nothing wrong with a recap at the end of the at the end of the show, just to remind you guys. And you know what? I really wish, I mean, obviously they have that at the beginning of shows, but it would be good to have that at the end of shows sometimes because then it kind of also helps tie things together. Like, oh, you're like, you, sometimes you don't always remember what happened in the first act by the time the third act comes. So especially that, like we learned a lot of things today. We we went through the history books. I mean, the most important thing I learned is always look down the porta potty before you sit down. 100%. If there's something going on where there might be somebody you know water you're okay past water you got to watch out people always look before you leap look before you loo i'm just saying maybe I, that's where looky loo came from could be could be yeah a looky loo because you got to look in the toilet and they think like a looky loo uh, no i don't i don't know no that works dude looky loo totally comes from looking at the toilet perhaps perhaps you, you heard it here i'm just saying i don't want to die in a porta potty at not fest that's a way worse place to die than the fucking imperial throne <laughs> in fucking feudal Japan, you know what I mean? That's way cooler. The 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 you might die at the fucking porta potty and not fest for other reasons, <laughs> from fucking breathing in <laughs> all the Slipknot turds, man. All the all the whiskey and Jaeger and fucking vomit and blood and who knows what's going on in a Slipknot fucking porta potty. That's 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 one place you want to don't want to be needles trash. All sorts of bad shit's getting tossed into there, bro. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And I'm I'm gonna tell a quick story, just a real quick one that the audience has heard before, but it's been years since I told this. And I don't know if you ever heard this one. I 100 passed out drunk for like three hours at a porta potty at Riot Fest one year. <sighs> That's really sad, bro. Oh yeah, it was the smell. Oh, thankfully it was the VIP area, and like it had it was day one, so it hadn't been used much. It hadn't been too blown up. <clears throat> Yeah, it was. I was so drunk <laughs> that I tried to leave the porta potty, bounced off the far wall, fell back on the toilet, and it was just done. Jesus Christ, bro! I've never been that drunk in a porta potty, but I've definitely been really drunk trying to get it together in a bathroom. That's like twice in my life for sure, maybe three times, but. Two that were like a little bit more prolonged experiences or just like, oh, shit's going down experiences um, where I was either puking or just felt like absolute fucking pure shit and just had to like lay down over a toilet, like might have fucking shat like, myself, might have all sorts of things. But like private or public? Pu uh, pu all public. Yeah, okay. yeah. Pri private is what it is. Like if, if it was a private thing, I would go back into a... I would be able to go into somebody's room or something, you know what you I mean? Hope. Like I have definitely, I have slept on both bathroom floors in this apartment. So yeah, well, that, that's, that's another thing. Even a somebody's bathroom floor is much better than a public bathroom. Oh, floor. Oh, wholeheartedly. I've that's seen, why I was curious. I've seen people, I've rescued people from public bathroom floors. That's another fucking story, which will, you know, maybe we'll leave that as a cliffhanger. Hopefully we'll remember next time we do a, we do a show. I'll talk about the time. One of my bosses got so fucking drunk that they were, yeah, passed out on the fucking in a restroom floor in downtown LA. But anyway, 
Oh, that's um, never a good place to pass out. Yeah. Didn't yeah, well, no, it was, it was at a dessert place at the very least. So it was like one of those kind of classier rest, downtown restrooms. It wasn't like a super brutal one. It wasn't know? like passing out King Eddie? Yeah, no, definitely not. Or uh, the Dirty Down or whatever the fuck that place is. Um, rest, is in peace, double, rest in peace, Double Down. Oh, no, no Double Down's in Vegas. No, no, not Double Down. What's Down and Out? Down Down and Out, is that that place yeah, right there? To, yeah. yeah, which is... No, it, no, 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 no. I'm not thinking of Down and Out. I'm thinking the one on 5th and... Um, Spring? Yeah, or fourth and spring. That's the down and out. No, down and out, I've played down and out. Down and out is on um fifth and spring. More on spring. This is more on the corner. It's across the street from the bookshop. The last uh or is that is that down? No, no, that's not down. No, yeah, you know what? I was thinking of five star bar. Oh yeah. Five yeah, star yeah. bar. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. No, da- down and out is that that was the place I was thinking of. So yeah. Down and out bathroom, definitely don't want to be there. Five star bar, even worse. Yeah. Well, rest <laughs> in peace, down and out. I think they went out of business. Yeah, uh, uh, not a surprise. Um, but anyway, uh, what were we talking about to wrap all this toilet? Oh, yeah, being really drunk. Um, all you can drink, uh, you know, Bloody Marys. I think I did about 20. Um, and then went... That's so much fucking acid. Went, oh. went, went to the Thirsty Crow and had like a beer there. And um, yeah, we at least I had eight before, but... I definitely had to go into the bathroom, was locked in the bathroom. People were trying to do coke, like, in one of the stalls. And I was just, like, sorry, like, occupied, like, not fucking coming out. And, yeah, I was there for probably two hours. Like, I think I laid over and, like, kind of, like, fell asleep in my own lap, you know, at one point. Because it was just, like, I'm fucking, I'm not in a good place right now. And then I was able to come back to life. And and, and you always somehow are able to catch that second wind sometimes. But yeah, that's that's happened there. I've definitely been puking my brains out in Angels and Kings bathroom. That was that was a big time classic place, but everybody did that. Um everybody, I would say probably 75% of the people who went to that place has one story about puking their brains out. We I mean, we were drinking Adios motherfuckers and fucking you name all sorts of stupid shit back then. I, I very much left Angels and Kings after a Burning Angel party and super unknowingly pissed off my friend's boyfriend who's I was staying with them. And oh my God, I didn't, I had no clue how much, like I did not realize he was a mil- like a pretty militant vegan and I got like a bacon wrapped dog and ate it in his car. Oh. And then when I got back to the house, puked it all up and he freaked out that I puked uh. meat juice into his toilet. Ah, uh, see, that's so pussy. I hate that shit fucking die dude well and i didn't even hear about it until years later my friend didn't even tell me that he was upset about it until years later it'd be one thing if you like drop dropped a bunch of bacon wrapped dog all over his car you know what i mean i mean in in retrospect it was a dick move to bring a bacon wrapped dog into his car sure yes but it i was ready for you to say that you spilled it or some shit that's that's different no, you just puked into a toilet you're good ba- good ba- boy bacon wrapped dog Spill? Yeah, that's come on. No, but it's pretty messy, bro. And you're well, no, I, I was 100 was trying to eat it on the street, and they're like, "Matt, we're yeah. going." I'm yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah." So fuck them. Um, that guy totally deserved for you to puke in his toilet, and he probably deserved for you to drop a bacon wrapped dog on his carpet too. Um, but beyond that, uh, oh, puking. <laughs> People getting mad at you for puking. Yeah, Angels and Kings. Everybody puked there. We all drink stupid shit, dude. Adios, motherfuckers, man. Adios, motherfuckers. I can't believe people really drank that. Like, Oh, no, people still drank that. I was yeah. hanging out with some people two weeks ago, yeah. and one of the girls I was hanging out with 
ordered an adios motherfucker when we were out. Yeah, it's like that's how you know you're getting old. But I even was drinking it with older people. I think especially then it was a sign of the times. It was just like, yeah, it's cool electric it's blue. drink. Yeah. What's not fun about a fucking blue drink, bro? I'll tell you that much. Oh, wait, all the puking that you would do the next day. Yeah, because it's just yeah. a glass of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit, man. Good times. And on that note, adios, motherfucker, because... <laughs> on that note, we were actually going to call Last Call Rain, and where can they find you? <laughs> they can find me on twitch.tv slash rainplays, R-A-A-N-P-L-A-Y-S, um, and then everywhere else at Rain and Bozio. You know, YouTube, all that jazz, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the internet, whatever, find me. I'm there. I like to say silly shit like this sometimes. You'll you'll find a lot of video game shit. You'll find a lot of drumming shit. You'll find a lot of wrestling shit, a lot of food shit. Uh, basically, those are my big four vices in life. And then me trying to be funny, which sometimes it works out every now and then. Every once you know, in a while. It's just like shoot every shot. You, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, so. 100% true. 100% true. Always taking this. Also, shots. slide in Raiden's DMs and tell him to get him fucking footage to put on the You Laugh We Die YouTube. Yes. Put it on the You Laugh We Die YouTube. I will I will do that. I will get some... I'll, I'll, I'll be bringing some clips to you guys sooner than later. I'm, I'm far beyond due on that. And yeah, now I'm playing all these great new fighting games. I've been playing a lot of fighting games lately, so... Whether, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little more skilled, getting a little more fun and a little more interesting. Uh, come tune in if you like to see uh, funny shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And then drumming. The, the drumming thing is always happening. I'm always in bands playing shit. He may or may not have an erection while he's doing it. I'm going to. That's the worst, dude. You get an erection while drumming, bro. Well, two, two worst places to get an erection is wearing skinny jeans and having to stand up. That's does not work. And then uh, on the toilet or having to piss like anything. Cause well, even if you sit down, you know, your tip is going to like touch at least my tip is going to touch the inside of the bowl. You know what I mean? All sorts of shit or like the inside of rim. You have to like poke it down and like really like angle it in or else you can, you can end up somewhere dangerous. Or if you're trying to stand, you have to do that tilting maneuver. Everybody knows. Yeah. That. It's just like, Ugh. yeah, that's it's, and that's can be dangerous and, you know, my stream, it's it's a wild stream, bro. It's not it's not in control. I usually don't trust it to uh, you know, just stand over a, a over a toilet. Sometimes it can fan out a little bit. What, so. did you have a Prince Albert at some point? Dude, like I said, man, it's just a lot of uh cock torturing. I torture my own cock. You know, you abuse it up just uh beating that meat. And I think the you know, a lot of activity over the years, you know, both with and without partners, you know. It's okay. We, my boy, we understand. My boy's, my boy's the, a little injured, just like just like the, his, the buffalo did it to you. I get it, bro. Just like me, man. You know, everybody's got a little injury. You've got some something nagging, maybe a little back thing, a shoulder thing, a wrist thing here or there can can fuck you up. My dick, you know, the the urethra doesn't shoot a fucking perfect stream. But I tell you what, sometimes it, it gets real hard, and I wish that uh, there was that game that you would play, you'd shoot the stream and it it shot up the uh, the little airplane to the top and you'd win like a prize or, you know, pops a balloon or whatever at the end. I wish they had that at urinals because if they did, I feel like I would always win a prize. Can, can, can really fire it out. And I mean, that's, maybe that's where my adult career will kind of take off, but 
that's that's a whole nother story very well twitch.tv slash rain plays everybody um yeah I'm, i uh i'm getting my hotspot finally i i have the means to do it so very soon drum i uh, that's been like the fucking classic thing it's like the zelda quest to get the drum streams going again but they're going again so check it out hope you're still listening at this point i haven't turned off once we did our initial plugs and as always you can find me at matt underscore slayer on twitter matt slayer on instagram matt f and slayer on fo- facebook twitch.tv slash matt f and slayer you can he's find the patreon to, he's trying not to corpse during <laughs> <laughs> you can find the patreon at matt slayer <laughs> 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 Send for the man. <laughs> you can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash Matslayer. You can find the podcast at and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Drink up, motherfuckers.